Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. We're so glad that you're here. I'm Christy. And I'm Grace. And you're listening to the Thanks Mom Podcast. Hey, Grace. It's different because I feel like we've recorded together. So we're back across the virtual airwaves. I don't even know if that's a thing. Airwaves anymore. The virtual internet beams of cyberspace. Yes. That's weird too. You're like, yes, <laughs> whatever you're saying, mom. Yes. <laughs> How have you been? How was your dance? I didn't even ask you about that. You had a formal this weekend. Yeah, it was so fun. I think just because I don't really know. Like I was thinking about, I was like, why was this more fun than high school? And maybe it's just because you're older and you just care less and there's less details to organize or, or just, it's like, oh, it's been so long. So you enjoy it more instead sure. of every th- like three months. But like the actual, because I don't know, in high school, I'm just more introverted. So it wasn't always fun for me to be at the, like, it was fun, but not as fun, the actual dance compared to me. I love taking pictures and being at dinner and like maybe watching a movie after like those more intimate, not intimate, but like just your friend group, not the whole big scene was always more fun for me usually than going to the actual dance Uh in high school, which was fine. But But the dance this time was just a blast. And I was like, I don't really know what it is, but it was, they had this like, loop around 360 degree camera like you stood on this platform and this phone just whipped around seven times and you just and it would like then you watch the playback and it would freeze at random points and you're like dance not freeze but like slow-mo and then they were cool they were such cool pictures did i send you like all three or four we took yeah wait you sent you sent us like three and the kids thought the little kids thought it was cool and then and then everybody was asking. So it was on a phone because even dad was asking, like, what was circling around? And we're like, was that thing you were on circling too? And we're on this like platform. And then there's like a stick that came out of it and it had a little like mount. And then I'm assuming it was kind of a bit, not big contraption, but I'm assuming what was in there was a phone, but maybe it's a specific type of cram- camera that's a touch screen that comes with this machine. But I'm assuming it was just a phone and then it had an app that was recording us some sort of camera uh-huh. was recording us because then when it finished they she just would ask some person to type their phone in and it texts you the link eventually so we actually got kicked out of line at one point because you've been doing we were, it so many times well, well okay so here's the story though is we we kind of there was five of us so we did a few different arrangements because like three of us were roommates I did it with um one of the girls who wasn't our roommate because we had just a little idea of like how to dance um Patrick and Kelly did a little couple one and then we did all five of us one time too yeah and this was broken up a little bit but then all of a sudden at first she was like hey we're having trouble with the internet like it won't send right away but it will send eventually but later we heard that they weren't connected to the internet so all of the ones were just deleted yeah so so the only one that got sent to us was the group of all five of us which was a good one but we were like no we had these like specific like our our us three roommates made a joke of we're like Donna and the Dynamos from Mamma Mia because we watched that that I t- talked about. So we posed like the Donna and the Dynamos in Mamma Mia. We're like, no, we have to do that again. It was so perfect. Like, so we were like, we'll get back in line if it deleted. But then the lady came up to us. She's like, hey, so we were supposed to close 15 minutes ago. And like, I really need to stop. I can't like keep filming people who have already been up here. So I'm sorry, I'm not going to film you guys. And we're like, oh, okay, we get it. And so we we're like, partly like, we get it. We did come up here. But at the same time, all of ours didn't save. Like, right. that's why I came back in line. But we're like, whatever. You know, we're going to go home soon anyways. We're like, at least we have one video. Like, we were just having fun being creative. You know, it's like a perk of the party. You want to enjoy it as much as you can. But then then all of a sudden, not driving home, all the texts came through. So then we're like, oh, oh okay. So, yeah. yeah. So we're like, okay. So at first, we're kind of we're like, we get it. We don't want to put you to overwork yourself. But it was kind of sad. 
<laughs> it's no one's fault that the internet didn't work and that we don't get you know the half the half the ones we came up for didn't get sent to us like so That's anyway funny. she was she was bad it wasn't bad we were just kind of disappointed like what the, but you can't you know anyway so it worked out in the end and then I was glad that she didn't get overworked either and that they all sent so we had all the, I watched those videos on repeat because one of them was so awkward the one where it was just me and one other girl because it froze me as I was like lip syncing and I'm like my arm is like spraying like bubble guns and I was spraying the bubble gun over my head and it was just like this it was like just focused on it was just kind of an awkward I'm like singing and spraying I was like you did not need the slow-mo right now there but it's fine it was funny so was she in charge was- of the slow-mo too or, or was it just- I think, I'm assuming there's just like a like when it records it just like for everyone that at a certain point it slows down it's the same time every time it just depends what you're doing at that slot so like yeah, every yeah. few seconds it slows down then it speeds up then it slows down and well, does it two or three times it's like a 20, 20 so yeah and then they had lots of food and dessert and they had a little photo booth so i have just like a strip photo too oh um, like you know and they print them off and we took a bunch of pictures because it was at the way so it's just pretty anyways so we took a bunch of pr- pretty pictures so the internet is weird because like when I went back to see I'm like I have three of the four of those but then when I went back to look all of a sudden these other pictures I had a good amount from that of the formal ones you sent from the Amway but then like a bunch more just came through too so that's just weird huh. anyway it's yeah. odd so, it was a good time and then I got back and I'm just tired and came back for that and then I didn't one time just gets away from you last night I slept later than I thought I looked at the clock I was like it's how late? I was like, I need to go to bed. I didn't realize. Like, it just didn't feel late. And now I'm like, I need to, I'm probably going to nap today and go to bed early. So I can't function this week. Yeah. We had such a busy weekend too with, um, yeah, we had a dear friend, his sister passed away. So we had that on Friday. That's why you were home early. And I had just gotten back from a long four day weekend. Then we had that huge ice storm here. So yeah. So my kids were out of school for, over a week and between the long president's day weekend and um and then yeah we had animal zoo uh peter's zoologist thing for school and then swim conferences and basketball games so ava won her basketball game zoology thing because i actually thought they brought like chicks or something to school small animals like real animals and oh sorry so my second grader was so they did animal projects and so then they had like a zoologist they were practicing being zoologists and in the gym they set up they had made a like a claymation habitat for their animal and then their report and then they presented it to everybody so it was um he did his on a zebra and grace was in town so she got to go see it which was really cool and we took sophie and she loved seeing all the different videos or i mean they had all sorts what octopus they had dolphins they had cats cheetahs we saw orca whale the zebra oh somebody mm-hmm. had a snake some type of snake a sea turtle i'm trying to remember all the ones they was they did a great job it was really cute and they set it all up in the gym and the different classrooms came and parents were invited and so yeah so we i think i told somebody maybe that's my funny story i told somebody on friday i felt like a four-year-old in terms of i changed my clothes like six times. Oh yeah. Because Friday morning I took Peter oh, to the orthodontist. So I put something on to go to the orthodontist. Cause then I had to come back and get changed for the funeral. And then I came back and 
didn't want to wear what I wore for the funeral to go to the zoologist thing. So I don't, I can't remember. I think I went back into what I wore to the orthodontist then came back from that. And you and I worked out quickly. And then I changed again after, but to go to the swim meet because I knew it was going to be so hot inside. Mm-hmm. I was in the pool for at the pool for like four hours. And then I came back and got in my, you know, comfy PJs after all that. I mean, yeah. So that was seven, seven different changes. <laughs> it felt like a little kid who like changes their clothes. Well, now I want to play dress up. Now I want to wear shorts in this. Now it, I, I was like, I don't ever change my outfits this many times in one day, but it was just what, what things called for. And so, yeah, so that was my Friday. And then yesterday we had basketball and went back down to the pool for finals. And that was just so exciting. I'm so proud of your brother. So Ava won a really close basketball game. So they're moving on in their tournament. And then Andrew went after placing in the final for um, his 50 free. He placed eighth for the prelims and then even moved up, dropped time in that, placed six overall in the conference. And then his relay team made the state cut. And that was so fun and crazy. I'll have to send you the videos because us moms at the prelim. So this is other part of my funny story is that the Friday we knew what they needed to drop. And they were very conservative on Friday because you just have to complete your relay at the prelims. Like you can't false start. So that's why you race it in the prelim. So they did all like really soft starts, you know, made sure that everybody hit and then saw their head and then jumped in the water. So, um, like for the next person type thing. And so they still had, they cut a bunch of time, but they still had to cut two more seconds. They knew from their relay time to make the state cut as a team, two seconds as a team. So they knew what they needed to come in at, but Andrew swam his heart out on Friday to make the final for the individual 50 and what he needed to, um, get for that. He cut a ton of time off of that, but he still needed to cut like probably a half a second off of his all out individual 50 for the relay 50, which, I mean, it's a totally different race in terms of momentum and things like that, like versus an individual, but I was like, we were all nervous us moms. And then, um, so the relay at the prelims, they came in second and it was super close. So we're like, they're going to get a chance to like go for the first. And, um, then Saturday the relay came and they looked so slow. Like everybody had soft starts the next day, the day before, and everybody was just going out gangbusters. So if you see these videos, like, it's so funny. Us moms are like, they're not doing it. They're not doing it. Like they ended and we're like, they didn't get it. Like the, our first guy off just who's our, our lead usually is way faster. And we're like, He's lagging, but when you see, you know, when you see him racing everybody else and we're watching the clock, but not as much because you're trying to watch your swimmer, you're trying to watch their starts, you're trying to watch the transition. And so we're like, crap, they didn't get it. And all of a sudden, then one of the dads saw the time and he's like, they got it. And then you see us on video just go berserk. We're like, oh my gosh, they got it. So, I mean, there's like three different videos from three different angles of the dads whooping and hollering and the moms just going ballistic and Ava's in there jumping all over with and then it was so fun because then because we have three different divisions within the conference so all the state cuts aren't the same so like one school broke their record that was cool they're yelling and then they announced that cc got 
the state, you know, state cut and headed and we just went berserk. It was so, so fun. So that was great to see the guys just going crazy. And I'll have to send you some of those pictures, Grace, because they're pretty funny. I got pictures. Send me some of the videos of you guys. Oh, yeah, I will after this because they're pretty hilarious. But then the boys like screaming and hugging each other and, and their last guy still in the water when they realize it. So that was fun to watch their reaction and see their reaction. So, yeah. um, yeah. And then there's a whole picture of the crowd up, up top going crazy. And the yeah. coaches, like it was fun to be able to see across the pool that way. So it was really fun. So that reminds me when Ava two years ago, when she went to regionals for dance and like got in the top 50, but we didn't know where in the top 50 until they started announcing, you know, they went through the 50 girls and named them and she got ninth. And someone took a picture or video of us, of you and me getting stressed where we're like, oh my gosh, she's in the top 25. That Cause they got through, you know, the bottom 25. She's in the top, she's in the top 20. She's in the top 15. She's in the top 10. Like every yeah. time they finished a number and we are so stressed. Cause we're like, when is her name going to get called? Right. We both looked so stressed, intense, and some mom just like taking pictures of us. Like, oh, she, no, she's she was recording it or gonna take picture that way because I think, and then she's like, I'm not recording all these other people, I'm gonna turn and watch your guys's reaction when she actually gets called. So, yeah, that was crazy because that was that was stressful too. So, that was and then Ava was coming off the stage, well, it, was, it was the question of how well we're like, yes. wow, she's in the top half, but like just barely like and obviously she did really well for her age group and then we just started bawling and crying but it was so stressful for those like three minutes where like yes. you keep hearing name after name and then it, it settles was- in like oh we're another five ahead of where we just were we're another five ahead. yes like, how high are we gonna go oh my gosh I know just crazy just crazy so I remember but- like uh, just like my hands were like full anyways yeah yeah that's funny um Andrew is what I called him on the way back from 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 the conferences so I almost said districts but that's required that he but I was calling him back on his way back from conferences and he I was like so how do you feel he's like oh the adrenaline's still pumping like it was all night and then he just I mean he kept coming in here and we were talking and your dad and I were getting tired and then him and Ava were playing video games he's like I'm just like on this adrenaline high I go yeah until it crashes and he goes yeah and then all of a sudden he's like, I'm exhausted. And he just went to bed because it's like, <laughs> yeah. so, but I mean, he was, I couldn't believe it. Cause usually when he comes back from swim meets and stuff like that, he's burnt all this energy. I mean, and he slam, he swam like two days in a, I mean, just so much going and I'm like, you burn so many calories. And then he just crashed. And then today he's like, I think I'm going to take a nap. I'm like, I bet you are. Cause now he has two more weeks of practices too. Cause they have to practice for the state meet. So yeah. anyway, well, that was I- exciting. My funny story is a little simpler. Um, We had over the last like four days, the appropriations committee on campus meets with all the clubs um, to hear our budget proposal for the next year. And, you know, Mm -hmm. we asked for money for our club. So anyways, even though I won't be here next year, the president and the treasurer have to be present. So I'm the president of our pro-life club. So I was in on this virtual meeting asking, it's like 15 minutes along only, you know, giving a presentation of what we did this year and like what money we're asking for, how we spent money this year, da, da, da. Anyways, we're almost done. It's it's like a five minute presentation and then they ask us questions. So we're almost done with the presentation. Um, all of a sudden the fire alarm in my apartment goes off. And the thing oh, is, no. our fire alarm oh. in this block and this apartment block go off really easily. They're very sensitive. We've had it before where yeah. one of our neighbors like the shower steam sets off their fire alarm but because the you know our whole thing is connected if one person all of of us goes off so all of us have to go stand outside anyways so i'm i literally have one bullet point left to address and all of a sudden you hear beep 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 and i'm on this virtual meeting and i go 
and the fire alarm is going off in my apartment, so I need to go outside right now. I'm going to pass this to Mackenzie. And I turn my camera and my mic off. I grab my laptop and my shoes and go stand outside. (laughs) And Mackenzie's like, um, and like fills in really quick and and does what she can. And then like, so I'm holding my laptop because I was like, I kind of want to hear the questions they ask, but I wasn't able to really listen because I was, I called campus safety, like, to be like, hey, just a heads up, I don't know if you need to do anything, fire alarm, and it, and it was, again, someone's shower steam set it off, they're so sensitive here, oh my gosh, um, and so then we all went inside, we were outside for, like, three minutes, they're like, yeah, you're all set, go inside, but it was just so funny, and then Mackenzie texts me, she's our treasurer, and she's like, hey, so are you okay, and I was like, yeah, we're fine, <laughs> so then I call her, and I was like, well, you know, what questions did they ask, you know, how'd it go, and we caught up, but it was just so funny, like, I'm on this like pretty official meeting and then you hear and I'm like I gotta go bye (laughs) on the call but I just turn off my camera and my microphone because part of me was like should I leave and I was like well depending on how long this goes I might be able to hop back in like so I just was like I'll just kind of disappear and it was just really funny and bizarre (laughs) so you didn't get to finish the meeting you kind of tried to but you didn't get to no, I stayed on it, but I didn't get to hear anything. And they oh, ended, and I actually could have paid attention. They had already yeah. ended, you know, and it was oh like, this gosh. call has ended. So that was kind of bizarre, but. Oh my gosh, that is pretty funny. funny. But oh, my Holy Spirit moment this week has just been, it's actually, okay, this isn't what I was going to say, but I just remembered a different one. So we had two snow days this week, sort of. We had two half snow days. Um, We had because we had this big ice storm come through in West Michigan. So we had like from noon on on Wednesday, which was Ash Wednesday this week was canceled. And then up until noon on Thursday was also canceled. Um, Cause I just, I laugh sometimes how colleges are like the least amount of time off possible. And I'm like, why just give us the whole <laughs> off or whatever. Like, cause it was still pretty dicey. I guess Thursday afternoon made sense, but it was pretty dicey even like Wednesday morning. I don't know. Yeah. I was like, anyways, but um we so I it was just this funny link back to when I was in high school I went to the it was after I graduated actually between high school and college I went to the lead conference and they like had us or the lead retreat which was this the five days leading up to the Steubenville conference it's like a smaller retreat um anyways but they had us like share like personally they were like you should have like a testimony you can share with people like of why your faith is important or you know like a good or example of God stepping in and it just made me laugh because the story I told then was um, the year before was that polar vortex. And it was. Oh, right. Um, I remember it just being like also spiritually some like interesting to me because it really forced me to slow down because you didn't know. We ended up having five days off in a row. Then we had one day of school and then another four days off back in what, 2018 or 19 when that happened. And I remember it was just like a very good, like made you be patient because I would it'd be like, I have to get some homework done. But I can't work ahead because I don't know what tomorrow brings, literally. Like, I don't know if I'm going to have school tomorrow or not. And I'm not going to know to the end of the day. So it kind of forced you to relax and, like, do literally all that you could do. Do what had to be done because you don't know if you have to show up tomorrow. Right. And also, you have to relax because there's nothing else to do because the teachers don't know if you're going to come in. And so I remember it just being very, like, it was in a very busy time applying for college and all that. And so that was my testimony of, like, how Jesus kind of slowed me down and, like, was like, nope, this is your time to rest. Do exactly do do what you do need to do and that's it like stop overworking kind of thing anyways and that just it was cool it kind of came to mind because my brain started going I have all this time back how much work can I get done da, 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 da. and it's like do you remember because like, I was also on Wednesday like I don't know if Thursday is going to get canceled are we going to have the whole day off like 
can, am I going to, you know, can I work days ahead and get all of this done? And it just was kind of a Holy Spirit moment of like, no, remember when this was like, you know, stuck out to you of this is when you need to relax, like do what you get done and then relax. And that was kind of cool. So I was able to basically use all the time to just do homework, but then I could go to bed at a normal hour and like eat at a normal hour because I feel like usually it's rushed where it's like I got to eat quick and now I just got to go to bed and it was like I actually had some time to just to be ease into that so and because I had about a class period's worth of time back on both days because I had one thing canceled both days anyways so that was just cool to be like usually things like that I remember later were like oh I should realize that in the moment that this was like oh that's me trying to go back to the old habit and instead it was like no don't go back to the old habit remember when this was you know revealed as like a way to practice patience and rest and Mm. anyway so that was kind of cool that's really cool that you could observe that and see that awesome yeah well mine kind of goes with the topic because this is coming out on the first sunday of lent and so i get got a blessed is she um I've really, I've liked their liturgical, what are these called? Um, jur- not journals. What are these called, Grace? Devotional. Devotional. I'm like really blank in there. Um, I've done their Advent and Lent ones for a couple years and uh, I like just the simplicity of it. It's just, it's been working really well for me of just getting my brain thinking and being in the liturgical season of either Advent or Lent. And so this year's is on new wine. And so I was reading, there's an intro before it starts on Ash Wednesday. So I was reading this, I was out of town last weekend. And so it came back and my whole thing was delayed because of mechanical reasons. And that was a whole drama on Tuesday. I was stuck in Scottsdale and trying to get out because there was, they had the switch planes, there was a mechanical issue. And then um, after they found a new plane, the plane was smaller than our original plane. So then they were bumping people, but this was, it was a direct flight from um, Phoenix to Grand Rapids, which, so we didn't want, I specifically, and most of the people that I had talked to waiting with this whole fiasco was like, no, we don't want to switch plane or like switch our flight because it's very um, you know, limited to get a direct flight. And then there's this whole ice storm. Grace was like, Grace was talking about coming and we knew if, and they were saying, well, we want, we'll, you know, vouchers to bump and all this, but we knew if we might not get out that night on another plane. And if we have to wait till tomorrow, we wouldn't get out. We wouldn't have gotten out till Thursday or Friday even or something anyway. So, um, so that was a little dramatic. (laughs) And so then I come back and I'm trying to read and get in the mode because I get home like almost three hours later than anticipated and get ready for Ash Wednesday being the next day. And then school was canceled the eve that evening I got home too, like within an hour of me arriving home. So that was, it was just a very different start to Lent and trying to get my mind like switching from this whole travel fiasco and, uh, so I opened this up to read the intro and it's all about um, why Jesus chose to come in the form of bread and wine for in, as the form for the Eucharist. And this priest that is their spiritual advisor wasn't, was giving a reflection, not like based on what the church teaches about those substance and coming under, but more of a personal refre- reflection on um 
what he had been pondering about like what makes bread and what makes wine like how does the does that happen and seeing some significance with that and pairing that to lent is that bread is made up of crushed wheat and wine is made up of crushed grapes and then even after they're crushed um they, the the grape still has to go to wine press to press, press out the juice of all of that and my I start, I thought about that in a way of like, what are we doing with Lent? And just thinking about like, what needs to be crushed or purged in me, like to be created, to die to self, because the priest was also talking about, you know, the passage of, you know, a grain, unless a grain of wheat dies and falls to the ground, it remains just a grain of wheat. And that's from John chapter 12, 24 through 25. Uh, Unless a grain of wheat falls to the earth and dies, it remains alone but if it dies, it bears much fruit. And the idea of that we need to die, the, the wheat needed to die, the grapes needed to die, they were crushed, and then they were pressed to be transformed. And so what needs to be transformed in us? What needs to die? What do I need to die in order to be pressed and transformed? Um, and that led into then uh, just the, the reflection from one of the writers about um, her introduction of like, just, we always usually amidst that suffering want to know the why, like, why is the suffering happening? You know, in the season, why is my friend going through this? Why is my son going that being crushed under the weight of life? You know, what's the purpose of this all? And she had this profound, um, reflection that when Christ is on the cross his gaze is always to the father and that really what he wants is our gaze to be on him, like not having to know the why. And that just really hit me profoundly. I just had this Holy spirit moment of Christ. It was actually really emotional of him knowing going, no, I just want you to look at me and I want you to the run to the cross and see me with my eye, arms open and like flinging, it was like me flinging to the cross, but not to like put myself against the cross, but to put my arms, myself in the arms of Jesus. And that, um, yeah, it's just so really powerful. Like it was just this moment of how Grace and I have talked about this whole leaning back. And it was like, it was like a little kid, like leaning into her dad of like his arms being opened and us flinging ourselves to that cross to know that we would never be abandoned and that no matter what was happening in the midst of the suffering, Christ was there because he opened up his arms wide and he has gone through that suffering for us. And he has uh, opened his arm wise and keeps his gaze on the father of doing the father's will. And it's like, he's carrying us to do the father's will. And that's a lot of what Lent is of us willing to die to ourselves and put ourselves on the cross, but knowing we aren't alone in that, that Christ has suffered as much as we have suffered and he will not abandon us, that he's with us. And it was like this huge comforting thing of, I don't have to know why. Mm-hmm. I just know that I can keep my eyes on Jesus and he's going to be there and I can lean into him. Um, And so it was this really strong Holy Spirit image that 
I don't always get those a ton, but it was just in this thing that just really struck with me. And I know I've talked on here that I've been pairing with little with great love and we just launched our Lenten program and we're actually still taking late registrations up till this Wednesday, if that's something you're interested in and having these, um, community of women journeying together with all these different professionals and ministers and deacons and doctors, like just talking about emotional wholeness and wellness and restoration through the Holy spirit and to journey as a community. And so I shared this image with them as we launched this program last Wednesday. Um, and it was just really profound on how do we cling to Jesus and how do we cling to him on the cross and the suffering and what does Christ want to do with us this Lent? So I wanted to share that beautiful image as my Holy spirit moment, but then also transition into talking about Lent because here we are just at the beginning of it. And, you know, what does Lent mean to us? Like it's, you know, we, yes, we have the three pillars of, you know, prayer and fasting and almsgiving, but every year, at least for me, it takes on a different purposeful meaning. And I've been trying to really, even though these last few days, like I shared before, was like, they've been very full and busy. Um, but this image is just struck with me. And this word then came through many different things of reading this of just transformation. And how does God want me to be transformed? You know, it could be purged. It can be pruned. Like all of those things come to mind for me for Lent, but this kind of like, you know, what does God want to do? And, um, trying to just be open to that. Like where is he leading and taking and moving in my life? Yeah. I think it's interesting. I was thinking about Lent, obviously the last month or so leading up to it, praying about, um, what my Lenten practices should be. And I think for the first time, it kind of occurred to me, like, I think in my head it was like 40 days of like reflecting and like being in this almost like the season of the passion the way that you're like in the season of like the end of Mary's pregnancy and then you're in the season of Christmas mm. I was like okay so we're in the season of the passion and then we're in the season of the resurrection and then it kind of like which is partly true but it kind of struck me differently I was like not exactly we're in this season of the desert mm. and then we're in this short season of the passion of the Paschal Mystery, and then we're in the season of the Resurrection, because the Triduum is its own season, and it just, like, took on a different thought like process that. to me of, no, you're prepared, this 40 days is preparing for the Passion, this isn't, like, yes, it's good to reflect on the Passion still, and, you know, maybe you have a devotional of some sort that, I don't, blessed is she, I don't think is doing this specifically, but I don't know, I don't have it, of, like, maybe you're, you know, you have a six-week devotional, and you're reading through, and spending time walking through like the way of the cross or something not that that's wrong but it kind of struck me different of like no you're going into the desert to just prepare and then you enter into the death and then you enter into the resurrection and then you have a long season of resurrection and that is true but that was just like I never thought of it that way it felt like you know the hard dark season and then the longer light you know light beautiful life-giving season and mm -hmm. it was just I don't know it struck me different where I was like it's and then it's made me think more like, well, what's the point of going into the desert? And it's interesting, too, because we almost like jump then because in the Gospels, he's in the desert for 40 days and then he begins public ministry. Mm -hmm. And then three years later is the passion and resurrection. 
Mm. And we go 40 days and and then we go into the resurrection, then we go into the passion resurrection, and then we go back into his public ministry, which we already started. Um, because we started after the baptism, which is accurate. Mm. Like that's when Christmas ends and goes into ordinary time is after the baptism. And so it's just been interesting thinking chronologically, like like that of just what part of the gospel are we seasonally entering into? Right. And and the and it's so interesting how how like literally we take the forty days of the desert and live that out very literally mm-hmm. every year and it's such a short part of the gospel though too it's so interesting to me like it's part of a chapter it's like or if you look at Mark's version it's like three or four verses you know and like today's gospel is from Matthew talking about the desert and the temptations and it's you know probably like a third of a chapter of the gospel but. Right. It's just interesting where it's like, what is so important here for a time that seems so empty? When you go into the desert, he had nothing. He didn't eat. Like, he fasted for 40 days. And he didn't do nothing. But it just, it looks very empty. And so what is so powerful about 40 days of entering into very little? You know, it's very... I just heard... who I don't know who it was. Oh, it was on... I'm in the middle of this other podcast because... We're trying to do this program through the Messy Pro- Family Project called Cana 90. And it's um, something your dad and I are looking into because of the idea of being a married couple and what should we do for Lent together and with our kids and, and with the kids that are here living at home. And there's just some reflections and some ideas. But anyway, the kickoff um, podcast I'm in the middle of, and I thought it was interesting because I can't remember who it's part of a homily, somebody's homily he was sharing on another, obviously another priest's homily, but he was talking about when we look at the plagues, the 10 plagues that, that like might've been over 10 days, or maybe they were, I don't know, 10 weeks, even if that, if it was a week at a time, how long did, you know, those plagues take? And that was what you know, God sent the plagues so that Moses would go to Pharaoh and then free his people. Right. Mm -hmm. So let's say even 10 days, whatever. But then the Israelites left, they were freed, but because of their waywardness, they walked in the desert for 40 years. So only took God 10 days to free them from slavery, but it took them 40 years to get to the promised land. And obviously like the 40, um, days of Lent represent, you know, the 40 years of wandering in the desert for the Israelites, the 40 days Jesus went in all of that. But I thought it was a actually really good thing, like to think about that. It only took God this long to switch the heart of this Pharaoh or whatever, however you want to look at him freeing them. But then the people still messed it up by 40 days. Like when you're talking about that type of significance of, you know, what are we supposed to get out of it? And I was like, wow, we are a hardened heart people that need, we need to be changed. And what, what actually a gift it is that we have this every year to go, no, we need a reset. Like we need this, like we are human and we get stuck in these ways and we need to be crushed and pressed, but also like to not, I think you bring up a good point, Grace. I think that sometimes we get to the thinking it has to be so hard or all this suffering, or like, I'm just going to white knuckle it through Lent. And that's what we are talking about in this program. Um, our Lenten journey program, do you want to be well is 
this is like a journey. We're supposed to be walking with the Lord. We're supposed to be walking together. So what is God calling us to do that? We're not just going to white knuckle and like give up chocolate. And then at Easter, just take it all back up again. Like what was the purpose of, you know, I'm using the stereotypical, let's just give up chocolate for Lent. But Mm -hmm. if you're doing that, then what are you replacing it with? Like the idea of like, if you're giving up your Starbucks, what do you using with the money that you're saving on the Starbucks and are you giving alms with it? Or are you, every time you want a Starbucks that you take to prayer that time when it draws to mind, like the same thing with fasting and trying to teach like your little brother and sister, that type of thing. Like Peter was like, I think I'm going to give up sweets and do this. And your dad's like, okay, so then what are you going to do instead? Like, it's not here to make this goal and go, can I do it and white knuckle through and then revert to my old ways? No, the idea is that we're in the desert, we're being transformed so that mm-hmm. through the resurrection, when we rise again, we were rising to new life. Like there's something new about us that yes, we want to feast and we have chocolate again, if we gave that up, but then also what did God transform in us through that process of mm-hmm. that fast of that abstinence through giving alms, like, uh, through, you know, deeper prayer and bringing prayer in a new way. And, Um, so your dad and I've had interesting discussions because I don't know, I don't hate Lent. I don't want to hate Lent. I don't look at it in that way where I think, and your dad doesn't either, but the different mindset of like, where's God calling me to where, um, I think dad, it's been harder, like at some times of thinking, like, am I just going to do something and not succeed at it? Like this, like pass or fail thing. Like it's been, it's been good for him to like, he's like, I'm really trying to think about this in a different way when we've been discussing this. And I'm like, yeah, because it's more like, what, what does God want me to do with me? Not this like pass or fail. You can do it. Or you didn't like you did it. You were able to keep your Latin practices or you weren't, you know? And so I think we really do have to examine through what, what eyes and what vision, what glasses are we wearing? How do we look at Lent and what is the purpose of it yeah. versus yeah. let's just gear up and do it. Rawr, this is suffering. You know, I've thought of that a lot because so I just was very, and I, I think I've talked about this a little, I've been really struck by blessed is she doing their Sabbath rest. And mm-hmm. that really was the lens with which I prayed about what I should do for Lent. And um, like, I'm not going to get into that whole what my setup is but that was just very like oh so you know like what does it mean to rest and I just felt very attracted to that where I was like lord I just it is so hard to rest in life I think and it's I don't I don't even know if I really know how to rest like you know and so how can I do that in my life and there's just been a lot of different thoughts on that but so I was listening to um, blessed is she they were talking about four for four weeks in a row or so or they they had a Q&A that came out too I was listening to their podcast and one of the things I am doing is I gave up podcasts for Lent because I'm just trying to have more silence and just that be kind of the desert a little bit mm-hmm. um, is just like content silence almost and you know how and just being with the Lord in the readings and in the script in scripture and stuff um, and anyway so I was l- listening to their one of their last ones where it's like you know kind of all right let's really pray like if you still feel like you need to go to the Lord and what do you want me to do for Lent? They're like, sometimes that doesn't come to you till Ash Wednesday and that's okay. Like he will reveal it to you. And they were talking about their Sabbath rest, but one of them, they're like, maybe he's just asking you to like be with him in the Eucharist and look at him for a little bit. And they're like, and that's, it was just, they were, they're like, that doesn't sound penitential, but like, what if that is your penance for this mm-hmm. Lent? 
Imagine just letting love look at you every day. That will be difficult. You know, it was just very interesting. I was like, beautiful. That's true. And like also where they were like, it almost doesn't sound hard enough to say we're just stepping away for Lent, but it's, they didn't say it this way, but I was thinking, I was thinking about this where they're like, we're stepping away for Lent, we're resting, we're going away. And I was like, that's so counterintuitive to how I would picture Lent usually. And yet that's what I feel like I'm going to base this Lent off this year. I was like, da, 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 da. But it was just like, that's so different because it's like, almost feels like rewarding like oh I'm gonna learn how to rest because I'm gonna go just rest with the Lord and just do less or whatever that means in your life this Lent and all of that and I was like that's so different than like exactly like white knuckling it and and in some ways it is hard because you just have to be and just receive it and it's learning to like you don't have to work for this which I think is the mm-hmm. mindset we have of Lent is like well I have to work yeah. for this really so I deserve Easter you know right so you don't do that. And I, and I thought it struck me too on Wednesday, Ash Wednesday when we were fasting, like just the mindset, like, I don't know if we've talked about it on here, but um, just like I've done intermittent fasting so I can eat less for longer than I could have in past years. So the way I would have fasted was a little more like quant- quantity where I would would think like how much am I eating? But in the past years, I've been like, oh, I could think of, you know, my my spiritual fasting more is like a timeline, like, oh, can I push myself further than I usually do for intermittent fasting? Because physically I'm able to, in a way I haven't been in past years when I was younger and that's fine. But I was thinking about it on Wednesday, I was like, all right, you know, am I going to, when am I going to eat? How much? Da, da, da. And I was like this, but I was like, this needs to come from a place of spiritual fasting, not a, well, let's see how tough Grace can be and how long she can go before she eats kind of thing. Because right. I was so tempting to just be like, oh, well, I have the physical strength to do this because I've reach this point over the years and I was like but that's not the point of today that's like that not that that's bad it is good to have health goals and different and every once in a while to stretch yourself and that's a whole different thing but I was like that's I mean if the Lord's calling me to fast that way today by just going longer with different hours then that's fine but it was almost like a penance in some ways to when I did sit down to eat be like I'm gonna have this much because that still is fasting and I and I need some fuel right now because I need to work some of it too was just the humility of I have schoolwork to do I need enough energy to focus to finish what I need to do so I need to you know fuel myself in level but it was a humility to oh probably physically better than that and it's like that's not what this is for and it was just a everything has just been inverted like how I'm thinking about Lent where it's like what is Lenten practices for it's not this tough it's not just white knuckling it through. It's not how hard, how hardcore can I go? And yeah, and it's only, we're, and we're only the first Sunday. This has just been the last four days. <laughs> like, um, right. No, I think it's good to have an overview and to think about it. And it's just, and, you know, even though there's certain things like I thought about that I do every year, it's still renewing and, and it was good this year to go, am I coming at it from the right place? Am I not just falling back into certain things? Cause that's what I always do. Am I reevaluating and reexamining to be coming at it from like what God wants? You know, there's certain things that, you know, seem easier for me, like for something like I don't read fiction during Lent. I try because it's more like, I want to get in those spiritual readings. You know, I want to make sure I'm making time for that, but it's a good sacrifice to go, okay, I want to read, but let's, let's go here. Let's like, let's have that focus. Like that for me, it's, is an, 
an easier thing, but a good thing. But I love how you said too, it's not, it's like, not like trying to choose the harder thing or the easier thing. Like even this pre, this Cana 90, your dad was listening. He's farther. He listened to the whole podcast already. He said, one of the things is if you're a parent of young children, some of your Lenten thing might be making sure you do have the date nights with your spouse. Like you're supposed to be raising these saints. And so are you making time? Like maybe that's like it, what you were saying about the chapel. I thought was great. was like, if you're a married person, maybe that is what you need to be incorporating for Lent is your weekly date nights to make sure you two are connected. And it was interesting how we were like talking about that. And that's something your dad and I have, you know, in the past year or two have been very good at, you know, those type of things. And, but we were discussing like just the view, it's been very good discussions of like, are we in the right mindset? What is the point of this? This isn't a right, white knuckling, right or wrong. This is Lord, where do you, where do I need to grow? Where do I need to be crushed? Where do I need to be pressed? Where do I need to learn to rest? I love that. Like, are we learning? Where are we being transformed? Uh, you know, first, like even our, our pastor this morning was prayer. Okay. Do you truly believe, not just knowing your knower, that you are a son and daughter beloved by Christ? If not, if that's not like this true inner belief that you personally know, that needs to be your focus. That's where prayer needs to take you this Lent. Like that's what's going to get you to heaven is that belief in what God's going to do through that. That's not giving up chocolate, you know? So I, I think it's been such great discussions here that's really made me look at this Lent through the lens of, am I looking at what Christ wants to do in me? Am I looking at transformation and not just, well, that just seems hard to do, you know, let that just seems like the idea of the bigger sacrifice. It's like, no, what is the purpose of that? You know, what is that has its place learning and discipline is something so important, but I think that as, and Lent can be that sometimes that is what we're called to is better discipline. Oh yeah. I think it's become this mindset of that is Lent is to, is to re get into discipline. And it's like, no, every year we need to ask the Lord what it is he wants us to do this year. And some years that isn't going to be discipline. Like right. you know, sometimes right. discipline is like, like a pride of, well, look how much, how well I can yes, organize this. Look exactly. how good I am and look how long I can, look how many times I can work out and how, how much weight I lost over Lent. And it's like, no, that's, that's good. But the, is that what this time is for? Not always, you know? No. Well, it needs to be rightly ordered. Like it, there's a place for Exodus 90. There's a place for what, but is that what God's calling you to? And that's okay if it is. And if it's not, that's okay. As long as it's rightly ordered and that's, and you're hearing God speak to you and you're responding to what God is speaking personally to you. And mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm just glad that I'm looking at it that way. That sounds like you're looking at it that way that we can just remind it that there's not a right and a wrong way. Like there's not, it's supposed to be the most hardest thing or this, you know, for everyone that's going to look different because God's mm-hmm. speaking to us differently. So as long as we're taking that to the Lord and it's rightly ordered to what he's calling us to, we're, we're right on track. Then we're walking in like what we say, we're in his will because we're seeking his will. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's beautiful. And that, like you said, we're right at the beginning. So yeah, let's journey yeah. together. And it's, this was the first time I was excited for Lent. I usually kind of hate, I didn't, I won't, I don't say hated Lent, but I really just, I love Easter and I love true to him. And I just was like, we really have to do this thing. Like, every year I was like, yeah, we do, but I just, I never really, I loved Advent and I never just really cared too much for Lent. And I don't think I've really understood well, like the point of it. And so that made it harder to like 
enter into it is it was like why do we have to just do something really hard for over a month that feels so long and it just and it just felt and like I said I think I have this perspective too we're just walking through this the passion for so long and that's just depressing and I don't want to keep thinking about that like yeah it's worth it when we get but it was just harder for me to get behind because I don't think I saw it from a the beautiful place it could be but then at the same time I feel like this has been harder because it's in a way demanding less of me by by asking me to step back and I don't like stepping back and I'm Mm -hmm. like it's only four days in and I'm like I don't I like this and I also really don't (laughs) I feel like I need to be doing more but that's what we're kind of talking about it's it's not it's It's not not the doing more it's the doing with purpose and but I'm glad you shared that because I think that's good for me as your mom to know okay I need to make sure my kids are understanding this in the right perspective. I need to make sure I'm passing the faith on that your younger siblings are knowing that this isn't just supposed to be hard and suffering for just the sake of hard and suffering. Like this needs to be purposeful in walking with the Lord and listening to him. So I think it's good that you share that because it's always good. That's the purpose of this podcast is two different perspectives. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So awesome. Thank you. I hope that this is hitting all our listeners as you start your Lent journey. And uh, like I said, come join us if you're still looking for something for Lent. Our enrollment for um, our eight-week Lenten series, Do You Want to Be Well, is still going through this coming Wednesday. So it will close. March 1st or February March 1st, it is closed. And then we will be adding people to a wait list for when we roll it out again. Um, but it is open through the 28th, right? 29. Yeah. It's not leap- Wednesday's the first or the 28th, but yeah, whatever that Wednesday is. I was just trying to give a specific date depending on when yes. people are- March 1st, it closes, which is Wednesday. It closes on Wednesday. So, uh, yes, you can register till then. And we'd love to have you with us. That'd be great. We have a t- huge lineup and we have, you know, a great core of like 15 or 16 or 17 women at this point, which is wonderful for just forming that community. Um, and we have from college age to retirees. So it's going to be a beautiful uh, journey. So if you're looking for something like that, as always, you can follow me on Instagram at Christina underscore underscore M underscore underscore Brown or on Facebook at Christina Brown and email me at Christina at made for greatness. Uh, I do have, I think, a room for one more client at this time. If you're looking for life coaching, you can uh, jump on for a discovery call on my website, christinaembrown.com. Or if you're looking for somebody for your next speaking engagement or your parish or conference, I'd love to do that as well. And then we're on, we have our Facebook page, um, Thanks Mom, Facebook page at Thanks Mom Podcast and Instagram, Thanks Mom Podcast at gmail.com. We're on all the podcast platforms. We love it if you would subscribe, rate, or review. Yeah. And if this was good for you, just share this, send this link to your friend or your mom or dad or your brother or sister or your son or daughter. Because just sharing that is a great way for um, to support podcasts in any way, shape, or form because that's how we get out there and we can help um, more people and touch more lives because you know people don't usually make money at podcasts, but it does spread their platform. So if that if you enjoyed it, I know many of you have left reviews and just sharing it and that helps our listenership grow. And we are appreciative of that. So, yes. And so we are still taking, um, any type of topics you want or speaker or speaker, 
uh, guest suggestions too. We like hearing those as well, either on any of our platforms or you can email us as well. So thanks so much for listening, guys. And join us next time on the Thanks Mom Podcast. Thanks, Mom.